Hi, hi. Welcome to One Truth Podcast with Oinda Mola Betel. In my experience, I've realized that this is where most people need clarifications. It's important to know that majority of the Bible translations are all direct translations. So when people say the Bible is corrupted, what is your response to that? It's important to know that majority of the Bible translations are all direct translations from the original Hebrew and Greek text. There are over 5,000 original writings or manuscripts, as you may like to call it, of the New Testament in Greek, which dates back to the 16th century. This should make you ask yourself if truly the newest translations are corrupted, the original writings written in the original language are there to compare with. If we say the Bible is corrupted because of the many times that it was translated, we still have the original writings which can be compared to what we have now. Scholars require three tests to determine if translations or copied writings are reliable. Number one, the number of manuscripts that exist. Number two, how long the time gap between the original copy and the earliest surviving copy was made. Number three, the difference between the copies and how significant they are. The Bible has over 5,800 manuscripts and the time gap between this and the earliest surviving copy is just 35 years. This is key to the reliance of the Bible because many of the custodians of the original manuscripts were still alive when these copies were being made. So if there was an error or if there was any contradictions, it was easy to go back to these custodians and compare. If there was a variance, they would definitely have raised an alarm. That is the custodians of the original manuscripts. There is no hidden agenda with the Bible. Listen, according to scholars like Dan Wallace, 75% of the differences are variations in spellings. That is um, 75% of the differences between the first manuscripts, the manuscripts that exist, and the earliest copies are differences in variations of spellings, Variations in Greek synonyms, which doesn't really convey different meanings. 9% are later additions. And these additions are from earlier manuscripts and can always be compared against each other. This is very important. Less than 1% are variants that affect the meaning of the test, but do not in any way affect the essential doctrines of Christianity, such as the deity of Christ, his birth, his death, his resurrection. But Armand, a renowned New Testament critic, himself admits that the essential Christian beliefs are not affected by textual variants in the manuscript tradition of the New Testament. When you compare the Bible to other ancient literature, you will discover something. And this is what you will discover. How overwhelmingly justifiable the materials are to determine the reliability of the Bible. One other thing that is very important to consider when talking about the validity of the Bible is that if those that copied 
the Bible actually wanted to tell a lie or manipulate the original writings, they will most likely leave out the bad and terrible things that they did. Because one, we are all humans and we like to show our good sides. But the Bible can be trusted because both the bad and the good were included because they all serve a purpose. We see where David committed adultery. We see where Peter also denied Jesus. None of these seemingly bad parts were left out because they all come together to serve a bigger purpose. One other thing to consider when people say that the Bible is corrupted because it was compiled and some books were excluded, has anybody ever said something like that to you? This is the perfect response to give to them. The chief reason the Protestants don't accept the seven deuterocanonical books of the Old Testament is because the Jews never viewed these books as sacred. This is not enough reason to dismiss the validity of the Bible because this disparity does not affect the basic doctrines of Christianity and the New Testament never quoted from these seven books. Both Catholics and Protestants agree on the 66 books of the Old Testament and 27 books of the New Testament. The Bible we have today is still 95 0.5% accurate to what was written over 2,000 years ago. The Bible is true and has always been true. We can trust the Bible to be a reliable account based on textual evidence. Also, one other thing that you would like to consider is that the prophecies of the Old Testament gave over 350 prophecies about the birth of Jesus and half of them have been fulfilled already, historically proven and recorded in the New Testament. The other half are most likely going to come through at the second coming of Christ. Also, another thing is science. Nothing in the Bible contradicts proof science. At some point, scientists thought that the world was flat, but the Bible had always said the earth was spare or circle. Isaiah 40.22 says, It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. The Bible also have always maintained that the stars cannot be numbered. You see this in Jeremiah 33 verse 22. Before the invention of the telescope, this looked like a scientific error. It looked like the Bible was just going round and round and saying things that are not true, right? But now, with the invent of the of telescope, we know that in this, the stars cannot be numbered. The world has caught up with the truth, but right from time, we see precise conformity to reality in the Bible. Yes, the New Testament was copied thousands of times, which created thousands of variants, but these manuscripts were not copied in secret. The original manuscripts were also not destroyed. So we can always compare the variants to the original manuscripts. And like I said earlier, there is no hidden agenda with the Bible. 
The claims of Christianity aren't just sourced from a book or collections of books. The teeth, these teachings were simultaneously being taught by earliest church leaders. And from their writings, we have over a million citations of the New Testament, which researchers can always go back to scrutinize to compare with the translations we have today. I want to say something to you, and I want you to listen and listen well. With this amount of evidence that points to the validity of the Bible and also reinforces its validity, if you still hold on to your belief and dismiss this evidence, then you can as well dismiss everything we know about the ancient world. We cannot expect 100% accuracy in these manuscripts because they were written before the printing press. So scribes had to do a lot of copying by hand. And these variants that we see are nothing but copies errors. They don't have anything to do with doctrinal inventions. They don't have anything to do with basic Christian doctrines. For anybody or group to corrupt the New Testament, that would have been the greatest heist of all time because that would mean that they had to steal every existing manuscript or remove the correct teachings of Jesus and replace it with false doctrines. And while they do this, they would also have to do it without retracting the manuscripts from the owners. How impossible can that be? We can trust the New Testament to be a reliable account based on textual evidence. The Bible is true and can be trusted. This is the truth and knowing this truth has greatly affected my life. I hope it helps you as well. Thank you for listening. If this episode blessed you, please share with your family and your friends and everyone that you know. You can listen to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I would love to see your comments. If this blessed you, kindly drop comments below. If you have questions, you can as well ask any questions based on this current episode. Or if you have questions that are not even related to this episode at all, I'll be delighted to take them. I love to read from you. So if you want to send an email, you can reach out to us via onetruthpod at gmail.com. Thank you. See you same time. Bye.